New Zealand have won the World Cup. New Zealand netball stand tall. You're back on the top of the world. So much of a due to Nolan Tarua and these women. Yes, welcome back. Love hearing that little highlights reel from 2019 in Liverpool. Four years ago, now we cross our minds over to South Africa and we're joined by coach Dame Nolene Taurua as they prepare to take on Trinidad and Tobago later on in this week for the first match of the World Cup. Dame Nolene Taurua, we appreciate your time. How you doing? How have you been settling in South Africa? Yeah, thank you for the call, guys. Hi, um... Look, we've been here maybe four or five days. We've just moved from Bantry Bay into Cape Town and we're on our final stage. So our first game's on Friday and honestly, we've, we've done with training. We've just had enough and we're ready to play. I bet, I bet you've been uh, putting them through their paces, getting them really, their bodies, their minds set for uh, heading on to, to Friday night, taking on Trinidad and Tobago. You're taking... You've got a relatively new squad in comparison to the last cycle. What's the build-up been like? Have you been focusing? Who's been standing out to, to really leading from the front to make, ensure you girls are, and ladies are ready to, to take this and hopefully retain the World Cup? Yeah, look, we have. We've got a different, definitely um, a different squad. Mm. Um, we haven't got the fossils, so to speak. So in this <laughs> current cycle with this team, we're, we're 380 80 caps uh, less, mm. um, but we've got a great balance, I think, of experience, plus also that youthful, I always think youthful exuberance that's coming through. <laughs> Some of the new new players, um, you know, we know that they could be around for another two to three cycles. Um, but I think that adds to the excitement of the possibilities of this team. So we've settled in, they've been training really hard and, you know, we've got new systems out there. So we just need teams to get out and play against so we know, I suppose, uh, how good or not we are and then what the next steps need to be as we build towards the business end. Morning and uh, morning. Uh, just on the, um, it's a pretty big five, uh, five games that you've got in seven days. If you make it to the final, like Nolan, what what um, preparations like you have geared you up for those, especially the first three, which are, you know, bang, 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 day after day to get you to to make sure you're right for this tournament. Yeah, look, uh, our preparation probably started about. It actually probably started after the last World Cup, if I'm going to be honest. You know, you're looking like a, at least three years to start to build that that depth and the next crop of players coming through. Um, we came over here in January just to test the venue, played against another three or four teams, and we used the ANZ to build the capacity or the, um, the conditioning. So by the time we entered into selections, we were already at a higher level and it was just about us fine-tuning or getting the combinations, putting new systems out on court. So at the moment, physically, we're ready to take those back-to-back-to-back games, um, and we've been building for a few years now to ensure that we could do it. For yourself, Nolene, you've been uh, in the hot seat for a wee while now, but 2018 you took over the head coaching role, then you went straight to World Cup, and you were able to get the results. Now you've got four years in the hot seat to get this team prepared. What have you had to adjust for yourself to ensure that you're ready come 2023? 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing um, is is well, we always go. I always go backwards to go forwards to some respect. Um, I look at our old debriefs and not only what happened in 2019, but you know, 10 years back. Look for those common themes to make sure that we're crossing off all the boxes and and not taking things for granted. I think you know, just because you've done it before, it doesn't mean it's going to happen again and feeling comfortable about that. So we did a lot of research, uh, you know, talked to a lot of other teams and what are the things that derail you. Um, but I think as well is that um, understanding that we've got different personnel now. You know, we don't have the experience that we did in 2019, but looking at the ones for what they have, the uniqueness, the character, you know, all those things that make them special and and knowing that this current group, um, making it special for them, not necessarily reminiscing about the past, but knowing that that is history and we've got something that we can build on, but it's unique to them. Um, so, you know, we've been pumping them up a wee bit, but also they've been working really hard once again to get to the stage. Now, have you settled on any combinations at the moment? You know, uh, that's once again in the old days or, you know, the, the 2019, <laughs> I had a clear seven. Uh, and this one has proved, probably going back to your other question, um, and I'm a traditionalist. I always go with, a, you know, a, a, set step, a set seven and then you work uh, changes in and around that. But with this current group, it's very hard to be actually have a seven because <laughs> each person brings something different and I'm finding I might be able to match different people up depending on our opposition. So I'm finding that quite interesting in myself because I'm going into new rounds, but also exciting to see what we can do. Knowles, there's been a lot of trouble over the ditch um, off the court for the Aussies. Um, the players obviously at odds with uh, the governing body, uh, talk about you know money and, and uh, CBAs and all that sort of stuff. Where do you think the Aussies are at at the moment? Yeah, you know, sometimes I, I I like to celebrate sometimes when I think they might be having a fight against with each other. Um, but, you know, what I've also learned in the past is they blimmer get closer and they get more fiercer, you know. So um, there is still that uh, discussions that they are having with their contracting. And as I understand, uh, that contracting probably won't be fixed until after the Netball World Cup. You know, so they are probably in a delicate position for them as individuals, knowing you know what's going to happen for them in, in regards to the dosh getting in the bank account. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm thankful from our our position that we're not in that same uh, same space. So um, I know, like always, like they always do, they usually park it, and as I say, they come together when they need to. Who is the biggest threat? Come the tournament time. Australia, we know what they're able to possess. They'll be there come the end of the tournament. But there's been a lot of talk about the Jamaicans that potentially could upset a lot and yeah. push for a title. Yeah, look, we played Jamaica in uh, Commonwealth Games. Um, yeah. And I actually think now we've got a different squad. We've got a bit more firepower coming back in uh, with you know a couple of other players that, who were senior players but weren't available for Commonwealth Games. So... They definitely gave us a tickle up. Um, I think they beat us by something like 16 in Commonwealth Games, um, and we weren't even in the same league. 
So they would definitely be vying for gold like we are, like Australia are. Um, England's always up there. They've always been, once again, our nemesis. Um, and we've always had a great wrestle with them. I think, you know, you're looking at a top four team and probably with a squeeze maybe of South Africa and knowing when South Africa play like any other sport, rugby or whatever, in their home place, man, they get they grow five arms, seven legs, um, and they're more <laughs> fierce on court. So that's what we would expect when we take them on again. Now, Lean, I've spent a bit of time in uh, South Africa and uh, constantly had uh, Gordon Titchens and Steve Hansen sitting at the breakfast table ensuring we don't have uh, omelettes and eggs and a bit of bacon for breakfast. Are you doing the same? We know what the cuisine is like in South Africa. Oh, wow. Um, well, it's actually interesting because we were over here in January and these omelettes here are like next level, man. They are just beautiful. But we also learned when we were over here in January, we came out with a bug. Um, and that, that <laughs> took some of the players out for at least a good two or three weeks. So we were sort of thinking, is there some, I don't know, maid or something that's trying to poison us? Or I don't know. Susie, I know. I will, I will erase, erase that, erase that from this recording. Um, but hey, we eventually worked at our protocols too. So uh, we're making sure that we, you know, we just take extra care in what we're eating, our filtered mm. water, you know, all these sort of things that we're just mindful of. You'll be all over it. You'll be all over it, name uh, Dame Nolene Tauroa, and uh, you'll be enjoying that bry at the end of this tournament if you're able to get that success. Uh, they got the beautiful meats over there. But thank you so much. All the best oh, for the rest of the tournament. We you. appreciate your time, thanks, New Zealand. Guys. We're right behind you. Awesome. Thanks, there guys. Oh, there you go. Hey. Is that a little... Are you going to trying to get poisoned? What is it about South Africa and food poisoning, lads? Hey, I'll tell you what, the food is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mate, she was good. Like, um, not giving too much away, too, on the on the combinations. Mm. Obviously, with the with the younger team and um, losing all that experience, she's got, ooh, she's got a big job on her hands. Hopefully, the Australians, they are, just with that CBA... Um, conflict that they're having with the organisation, they are a little bit at sixes and sevens, because they're, they're definitely their team to beat, but they've got three games, um, one after the each, each other, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I think it is um, mm. and and then they've got a, a Saturday-Sunday semi-final if, it go, if they go through to it, so it's a big big week of uh, netball for them It was interesting to hear that she hasn't been settled on her seven yet No. You know, when you, when you think of a, a team that, that Dame Nolene Total as coach, you'd, you'd know who the seven is. You know who one, one is, and that's Grace Nowicki. She'll be in the goal. But mm. outside of that, Kez, I know you're all over this tournament and the squad. Is it is it as easily picked as probably you think, or do you reckon like she's having problems selecting her first seven and the best team? I think she's completely bang on with that. Uh, she is so lucky that they have the ability this year to, to match up. Um, like she mentioned, um, mid-court, is, we've obviously lost 380 caps all across the board, but it's our mid-court that really, um, I guess, suffered is the wrong word because we still have the calibre of players there that we need. But I think Amelia Anikinasio locks herself in being the captain of the squad. Um, Gina Crampton as well, she's currently uh, amongst the Silver Ferns as the highest capped player in this World Cup team. So I think she goes in there. I think 
think there's just a few little debates around uh, who starts at centre, who starts at wing D, which are reasonably pretty big positions. But I think you're right, it's going to be a really big tournament for Grace Wickey Dagger, and we're just going to have to keep watching her. And, and we know how she's grown over the last three to four years. So really interesting to see her go to her first World Cup. Yeah, beautiful, mate. And uh, you think of the layout of the tournament, that the preparation heading into this, they would have got absolutely smashed by Nolan Tauroa. So uh, awesome to hear from Dave Nolan Tauroa. We're wishing them all the best. The Silver Ferns heading over uh, over in South Africa, taking on Trinidad and Tobago. We'll shoot off and we'll come back because we've got some headlines with Rick Dahl.